Hello and welcome, adventurers, to another episode of the Bearded Nerd Podcast, where we dive deep into the secrets and into the strategies of becoming a better player, world builder, and game master. My name is Brian, and as always, I am your guide into how to make the most out of every game session. Today, we are going to be confronting the BBG that often disrupts our most epic of adventures. That is scheduling conflicts and time itself. So grab your planners, grab some snacks we, as we embark on a quest to reclaim our playtime. So before we strategize, let's identify our main antagonist in scheduling and why games get canceled. First and foremost, it's the clash of calendars. Obviously, real life happens, and there are countless responsibilities that each and every one of us have. Then the vanishing act, as I like to say, players canceling last minute. Then, lastly, the time eater. All the unnecessarily delays during sessions. The countless shopping scenarios that we encounter. Yeah, that's technically a time eater. Understanding these enemies, so to speak, will shape our strategy and will ensure more time for us to go out on our quests and spend less time really figuring out the logistical quagmire, so to speak, of the hobby. But we don't have to really worry because in my opinion, there's a solution to every problem and there may be multiple steps to it, but it can be done. So first, let's tackle the clash of calendars with some simple communication and time management. First and foremost, during your session zero, I really encourage folks to have an honest and open conversation about schedules, both personal and what is required in your state of life, whether you are a single individual or a parent of multiple children, talk about your status in life and have that open conversation where you can be authentic in yourself with those at the table. In addition to that, talk about the expectations that you have coming into the game and the campaign and what the expectations that you are wanting from everyone else. So for example, I am the forever GM and I do play a couple of times, but I'm typically the GM. So when I tell my players that, hey, I have two kids now, I am pretty busy during the day with my day job and with the kiddos, I can only play at night. And at night, I have to be aware of my kids if they cry or if they wake up, whatever it may be. And I need to attend to that because my wife is going to be attending to the other baby or to the other child and I might have to kind of pick up the slack. I have that open and honest conversation with them. So when I tell them that my expectation is to have a fun and quasi-serious game, then I can talk to them about that. Or I can say, hey, I am here to run this style of module or campaign, but these are the other things that are occurring in my life. You should expect this type of play style and you should expect me to want to play every two weeks because I do need a little bit more time to prep at this stage of life because I'm open and honest about it 
players can either say, hey, I really want to join this campaign or you know what? I don't think this is the right style of game for me. Once you have that conversation, you can actually start to cater and create an environment that is going to deflect and deter the type of scheduling conflicts that we see in the community. But with that all being said, I want to give a couple of tips really quick. So first, you want to have consistent commitments, obviously. Once you have that conversation and once you figure out the type of players that are going to be at the table, you want to establish a regular schedule. Whether it's weekly or bi-weekly, you want to have a consistent schedule. You could use a digital tool like Doodle or When to Meet. You can use Google Calendars. You can use Discord, whatever it may be. You can use those to kind of find a common time that you all have and then plan from there. Secondly, you want to be clear about when you start your session and when you end your session. Something that I've had to work through is telling my players that we start this session at this time. It's not for anything that they did, but more of having kids. And again, going back to that conversation, I had to let my players know that the expectation and the standard has changed a little bit. I had to let them know that, hey, we are going to start at this time, let's say 930 at night, and it's going to be a three or four hour game. So depending on what the story or where the story takes us, we are going to pursue that within this time frame. Therefore, we can all respect each other's time and adhere to those limits to make sure that other players can go to bed if they need to go to bed or pursue their other responsibilities around the game time and after the game as well. As you can see, there's a bit of a pattern here. We're having these open conversations throughout session zero and throughout our campaign. I would like to add that you want to buffer some time. Schedule like a brief little period of time before you play and before you set up to have a little bit of a small talk or a recap of the previous session. Right. So if you start the game at 12 p.m. on Saturdays, maybe say, hey, y'all, can you meet at this location at 1130 so that we can recap at 1145? And that way it gives everyone a 15 minute buffer to recap on the session and it doesn't eat away at the actual playtime. Although this particular strategy requires the entire party's cooperation, it's really going to transform the tedious task of scheduling into a really simple checkpoint in your campaign and in your tabletop role-playing journey. Now, let's disarm the vanishing act syndrome that we see in our hobby with what I like to call simple communication. First, you want to address the problem in a form of group platform right? You want to use a group chat, whether it's on Discord or whether it's on uh, text message or email or stack or whatever it may be, or Slack, excuse me. And you want to be able to communicate all your updates, reminders, and cancellations in one place. 
I typically recommend having a Discord server that's dedicated to your D&D campaign and creating a separate channel that is all about scheduling, reminders, updates, all the logistics of it. That way, no one has the excuse to say, oh, well, I didn't know we didn't have a session today, so I didn't go. Or, hey, I didn't see the update. Especially if you tag them, there should be um, some visibility in that. The second thing in regarding vanishing uh, or disarming the vanishing act is we want to have transparency, right? We want to encourage open discussions, especially as game masters. We want to encourage open discussions about availability and unforeseen cancellations, right? Life happens. It's okay, but we want to be upfront about it. We want to feel comfortable and we want to make the environment, the table, feel comfortable with being able to talk about this in the open. This type of openness helps in understanding one another and our situations and then finding a solution together. Again, we're an adventuring party. We play a game where we find and collaborate on problem solving. So we should be able to do this in real life. And with that being said, it goes back to what I stated earlier. Talk to your players about the campaign that you want to play. Do you want to play a poop and fart joke style campaign that's not that serious? Well, if you do, then your expectation is going to be a little different. You can still have transparency. You'll still be able to do all these things, but it'll be a little bit more relaxed versus if you are trying to be a little bit more serious, then you can scale it from there and have a little bit more of those serious conversations. However, that transparency is key. In addition to that, have a backup plan. Life happens. Develop a plan B for when a player can't join. Do you have a possible route option? Do you have an opportunity where the DM can control the character or you let another player dual wield the character or maybe they stay at the inn in the tavern that your players last visited? Perhaps it's an opportunity to do a side quest or a one shot. The rule at my table is this. If two or more players cannot show up, we cancel the session. If only one player can show up, obviously we're canceling. Or what we are doing is that we're focusing on downtime activities or we're focusing on personal character development, meaning we focus on that character's single development, things that they want to do. Maybe we're role-playing something that was in the past, right? Something that they went through and that now because of that role-play in the present time or in the future, they gain an ability, whatever. You can think about it and we can have actually a separate episode about that. But it gives them an opportunity to have that kind of character development that's focused on them. So think of a backup plan, whether it is a side quest or you are controlling that character or even you're doing something completely different, have something in the back pocket. Once you have those in place, those last minute cancellations are going to transform into something that's manageable with minor plot twist, right? We're not going to have the campaign crippling obstacle but rather, we're going to have a little bump in the road. 
And finally, let's talk about the time eater and let's streamline our gameplay. As a game master, we are always prepping before our sessions. So I encourage players to prepare for their sessions. Do the same thing and put in the same effort that your GM is doing. And obviously game masters, put in the time and effort to prepare for your session. If you as a player know what your next moves are by understanding what your character wants to do, or you know, have a quick reference to your notes to say that you did XYZ and wanted to do ABC, you are going to significantly speed up your playtime. Instead of saying, uh, I don't know what I want to do, uh, I don't remember, yada, 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 your GM should encourage you and remind you, and you should remind those at the table, hey, this is what we did last session, this is what we want to do, and this is what we're going to go forward. Because that amount of time, let's say you spend two hours in-game, I'm sorry, not in-game, you spend two hours at your session that day discussing that and you only have four hours to play, you've eaten up 50% of your time versus you recap for 15 minutes, you start your session on time, and then you tell your GM, this is what I want to do, and you spend 10 minutes and each player spends 10 minutes doing that individually through a message board or something like that, you just saved even more time. So think of it like that. If you're prepared, you have more time and you save more time. And you are actually helping your GM a lot more than what you think. Moving along, I want to encourage you to establish real-time rules. Establish a time where you can talk about the rules outside of the game and move forward. What do I mean by this? There's always a time where a rule is going to be contested, right? You have that one thing that you don't understand, or rather you have an interpretation, and your GM has an interpretation, but they're trying to decide and figure out what the application is. Allocate a short fixed time to discuss it. Put a timer for five minutes on your phone and discuss it. If it's unresolved, then the DM or the GM should temporarily rule it as they see fit and then debate it in a post session. This is a real time eater. And this might be really important to some or really not important to others because you know, this is what happens in D&D. However, there's a correlation between this. When you have people wasting the time of other players when they don't understand what they want to do as a character and then they eat up time by fighting and discussing the rules or debating the rules, the other players don't want to play with that group. And then they cancel or they miss out on sessions because they're not invested. Those things add up and build up. So when you establish those times, your players, again, it's going to happen. But when your players see it, they'll say, hey, we go through this in five minutes and we're done. And then we move on and we get to play. Because again, time is money, as they say. And then lastly, like I've always stated, tech tools. You want to utilize digital tools that allow you to streamline, you know, like initiative tracking apps, so on and so forth. And that's important because it keeps the adventure moving, but 
you can use other products that aren't digital, right? You can use the Tome of Summoning initiative tracker. You can do some really cool stuff with that. But again, you really want to face the time eater um, syndrome face to face and regain those hours because again, those hours add up. And when you add up those hours, players are gonna get pissed and then players are gonna be discouraged. And then more importantly, players will not be invested in your world. All this happens when a player becomes disin really they become disappointed in how their time is being utilized in a hobby that they love. Everything else is a symptom of it. And the core of it, their time was misjudged and misplaced with people that they trusted. And when that was broken, all these things occur and then you have a campaign that fails and that is essentially put on the shelf. So my friend, by wielding this sort of time management tool that is at your disposal and clearly communicating what you want, you are going to overcome the scheduling chaos that really threatens your campaign. I highly encourage that you implement your strategy. Implement these strategies and watch your D&D campaign go from not playing to playing once a month to then playing as often as you want. And you will not have that disruption. So hopefully this works out for you. Again, I really appreciate you listening to the show. Share this with your friends and share this with your party, especially if you all struggle uh, with this BBG, so to speak. But until next time, folks, stay safe out there. Be kind and compassionate to one another. And most importantly, keep gaming. Thank you.